0: Hello, friends. Let me readjust my camera because that's what I need to do. Welcome to Respawn Aim Fire, the Kick-Ass Reverend Gaming Podcast from Apple Idiots. I'm one of your hosts, Adam, 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, Gumber. Ooh. and today we have with us Chad. He's a superstar, it's Michael Ennis.
1: Oh, no, I broke it. Oh, I broke it.
0: Oh, Lord. Get the Mountain Dew open. I the
1: little tab. It's kind of like... Wow. It's like in the movie The New Guy when that old lady teacher or whatever grabs onto what's his face's boner and breaks it and he can pee around corners. That's a that's a that's is a that deep cut. A-
0: <laughs> I don't remember that part. I remember when Samuel Jackson and The Rock jump off of a building.
1: <laughs> you know it's like in the, almost like the very beginning of the movie. He's like in the cafeteria or something like that and he gets a boner and he's like super embarrassed. And that old woman like teacher lady is like what is this? And she grabs onto it and he like tries to like pull himself away and accidentally breaks his penis. Wait, I'm, did you say the new guy or the other guy? The new guy. You're thinking of the other. I guys. Said the other guys. Yes, absolutely not the same no, movie. No, new guy. That's the um. that's the movie with DJ Qualls and uh the guy who does the Force Whitaker eye? And he's just like, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I know you don't what the know new what guy is. is. <laughs> oh man, that's where I learned the phrase oh, "Denial's it? not just a river in Egypt."
0: Okay, looks like a movie or sounds like a movie. I need to check it's out. It's not great. It's
1: episode two forty five. I'll
0: check it out. I don't care. I'm <laughs> watch Uncharted, with a fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. You can watch us live on Twitch.tv/affablebiddy. It's normally Sunday evenings at eight thirty, but it's the Super Bowl, so that's not going to happen. The YouTube bow. podcast services Tuesdays at nine a.m. Eastern time. Upcoming on today's show, we got to talk all about that Nintendo Direct. Lots of news about Call of Duty, the new one. Is it exclusive to Xbox? <gasps> Um, all crazy things we've, you know, uh, I've got to scroll down. Oh, Resident Evil 4 remake. Oh, That's, well
1: that's going to be good. That's going to tickle my one. fancy.
0: But before we get to our main quest and opening up the show, Chad, I, gotta, I don't ask you often enough. How was your week?
1: Oh, shit. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam. My week was pretty good. I'm going on vacation in four days mm. for my birthday wonder what, what day that is. I like it's irrelevant to I like, know you don't need to know that my birthday's on February seventeenth. Um but I'm I'm yeah, I'm going out of town and I've got for the last like week and a half got hardcore senioritis at work. So I'm just like especially just being in my own home, I'm just like, man, what am I what am I doing in my life? I might just like <laughs> I don't sit out on the balcony and sip a hard seltzer while I and just look at birds and be terrified of them. <gasps> oh my gosh! Speaking of being terrified of birds, yesterday I was just you know bopping around, singing some music, blah blah blah. About to go to Home Depot, had to measure something real quick. Step out mm-hmm. on my balcony, take one step onto it, and there are two birds. I almost stepped on a freaking bird. There are two birds sitting there, just on there, the ground. And I just like I freaked out. I stepped back, slammed the door shut, and screamed, "Get off of my
2: porch! <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, you little birds!" <laughs>
1: Yeah, birds in and around my my place of habitation. N- get out! No, like there was a. I'm shocked that they didn't fly away. There was a bird once that that got into my in Chicago. A bird that got into my apartment, and <laughs> it was like it was like a freaking serial killer, just like hanging out at the end of the hallway. And I I just like was gagging to the point that I was gonna throw up. It was so gross. And then I trapped it in my roommate's room, and then it disappeared. And uh... where did it go? <laughs> And then earlier, whenever I moved in this apartment, one like flew into my window and died on my like workbench outside. Mm. And it took me like everything that I had to drag that table. I got as as like far away from that bird as I could, but dragged the table over the balcony and like took the entire table over the railing and shook it so that a dead bird landed on like the same little patch of grass that this kid plays with a tricycle. So. Um, <laughs> birds and i don't <laughs> mix. So that's my week. Yeah, a little bit of, a little bit of senioritis at work due to vacation for my birthday and then uh, a terrifying run-in with birds.
0: Interesting. Wild. I don't yeah. ask
1: often, but yeah. man,
0: it's I should be asking. <laughs> what like, about all you? The How's the your time.
1: week? How's your week going?
0: Man, you know, pretty good out here. Getting ready for the Super Bowl, watch the the it was great. It was a great game. Everyone listening to the podcast. Fantastic. I can't believe, right. you know. Right. Joe right. Burrow made all those plays and you know, Aaron Donald was fantastic. Um Speaking of good plays, but everyone listening to this that,
1: podcast, too, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. So, yeah. like, yesterday was val, Like, lots of good plays in the bedroom. All that mm-hmm. sex on Valentine's Day. I finally Day. got to
0: what we do in the Shadow Season 3 and that the whole point of the library. He's like, there's a lot of pornography here.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking ripping pages out That's of books. A- <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But outside of that, uh, really only two two really words spring to mind. Uh, this past week, Fat, <laughs> Fat, <laughs> Boba Fat, yeah, that was it. I thought you were screaming. God, fat. when they changed the song up at the end of it, it's like, boom, 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 Fat. I was like, oh shit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we're here. Oh god. I don't know if
0: that spiked the the thing. I'm sorry oh, if it spiked Who for cares? you people. Worth you'll it. be fine boba fett this hype is shit i just really wanted to set that up so i could scream fett into the microphone that was the main reason for all of that and then you can clip that out make it a tiktok right where it's just me screaming and then you put the actual music behind it as i scream fett fett boba fett that'd be fun done if anyone wants to do that you have my audio in my video anyways main quest we're gonna talk about the nintendo Ooh. direct that was the thing that happened when boba fett was a uh, Living his life. (laughs) So Everyone knows Boba Fett's opinions on that Nintendo Direct. Yep. He was out there shooting rockets from his kneecaps and (laughs) watching Nintendo Directs. Uh, So, this is for multiple stories at GameStop. We're going to run down the Nintendo Direct. Remember we used to run down like a a conference every week and then you just didn't get a conference for like three months in a row? Yeah, woof. Here we are. So, we're going to start from the top. As we go through them, you tell me. We're not going to make another hype ch- hyper checklist, but you tell me how excited you are for each of these announcements, because okay. there was there was, there was don't a we, decent size. Why sized,
1: don't we uh, start with me saying, just baseline blanket, if I don't say anything, mm-hmm. I assume I'm very disinterested in most of these, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> and then I'll, I'll say something if I'm interested.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Fire Emblem mm-hmm. Warriors is back with a sequel focused specifically on Fire Emblem Three Houses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fire Emblem Warriors is the spin spinoff, you know. Right cut through a million people at once kind of game featuring the same locations and characters the tactical role-playing game but with massive warrior battle style fire emblem warriors three hopes uh features a different story than the previous game it comes out june 24th
1: do you know any i know one person my entire life i have ever come across who enjoys or even plays like some people play things that they don't enjoy or even plays a warriors type game like he loved dynasty warriors he was really excited for the legend hmm. of zelda one as well But, like, I don't know anybody except for that one person. But it is, like, an incredibly popular genre, apparently, that's making a ton of money, and so they're adapting all these things. Do you know anyone that plays these types of games?
0: I have two friends. When I worked at GameStop, Mm -hmm. dude I worked with named Josh, dude I worked with named Caleb. Both liked Warriors games. They're the only people I knew who liked Warriors games. That's wild. I tried. I just don't. I get really bored real quick with those games. But there's definitely a thing there for a certain audience. I mean, that's the best Fire Emblem game. Uh, So if they're going to keep doing it, I mean, I I never care. I just don't care about Musos. I really don't care about Musos. To be clear, this is like
1: like a Warriors take on Fire Emblem Three Houses. Is that what this is?
0: Yes, Three Houses specifically. Okay, Mm -hmm. but but it's
1: called Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes because it's slightly different.
0: Yes. Okay. Because I believe there was already a Fire Emblem Warriors game based on fucking God knows one of those 30 games that came out. Um, so warriors just you're right, they keep making them. Zelda's had two. Yep. They had just some Hyrule Warriors and they had one based on Breath of the Wild prequel or whatever.
1: I think that They've was had a, two of these now. They
0: Age, Age of Calamity. Yeah. That's what it was. So good for them. Again, uh, I'm with you. A game that nobody likes, but apparently are good enough to keep making sequels. Yeah. So good for those, good for those guys. Uh the previously announced and delayed Advance Wars One Plus Two Reboot Camp was showcased during the presentation. Um You'll be able to play both games, class, classical, tactical, turn-based action, beginning April 8th. April
1: 8th for Advance Wars 1 and 2. I don't know anything about this game, and I was doing work at the same time as watching this direct, and so I missed this trailer. But, I don't know. So, it doesn't. yeah, it doesn't do anything for me. Just the, the name Advance Wars is like, I, yeah, I never played it as a kid. I don't, I don't care about it. I don't know what it is. But it's, it's like strategy, right? Tactical game mm-hmm sort yeah. of uh
0: it is so i've played advanced wars and there was a newer game that came out can you google for me chucklefish oh i can go advanced wars um they made a game recently you're going to tell me in a second which was very similar so it is sort of like a tactical strategy game except for advanced wars it's like, it's like tanks and shit um but what did you get anything you and chucklefish no oh, i remember hearing about war groove a lot yeah word was very good which was basically the same thing but like set in the past okay. you know Nights and shit. Um. So I'm, um, you know, we'll see. I hope the re the re- the uh, re release is good because they're interesting games that have been ignored by Nintendo for you know like 25 years. Yeah. So that'll be cool. for And people it is. To see. It's a
1: first party Nintendo game, right?
0: I believe. Yeah, I believe Advance Wars was made by Nintendo originally.
1: Look it up. Let's go.
0: Hit that Google machine. Which is weird. Yeah, they just that's one they completely ignored and were like, this doesn't exist anymore. Um, which is unfortunate because people really liked it that's why we got games like war groove because published by making... nintendo
1: yeah
0: it is a nintendo game thought so all right april 8th for those nerds who want to play that uh no man's sky no man's is sky. finally coming to nintendo switch no man's ski uh though it appears to have taken a small graphical hit to make the jump the science fiction adventure will coming to nintendo switch in the summer so no man's sky is officially on every available console Mm. Um, i personally really really like no man's sky i didn't play it at launch i waited for them to do a bunch of updates and shit and i have a really good time with it i think it's like it is again it's the perfect example of like if you launch a game that isn't good but you keep up with it and your community is accepting of you that game is completely turned around for when it launched and more people get to play it now on switch so
1: i'm just a little they literally have a
0: mode Uh, sorry keep going no, they have a mode. The last update I think was called Frontiers, where it's like, oh, hey, there's a space town. Go do your stuff in a space town. And it's just like, oh, this is just Moss Isley. Which is cool. Moss Isley's in the game now, if you go to different planets.
1: I'm I'm a little confused that like I think a small graphical hit is a, is an understatement. Like This thing—that's what the story says. It it was like (laughs) it was—it was a a pretty big graphical hit. It it does not look anywhere near as good as it does on the next-gen systems, obviously. But what was weird to me is that this is a game that I feel like could use—I don't know if this needs a a constant online connection, but I'm confused why it didn't. Why this is not a cloud version game? You know, Kingdom Hearts—the entire series is coming to Nintendo Switch, but it's all streamed through the cloud. Because, mm-hmm. I guess, it, Kingdom Hearts, that came out on a 3DS, or the PS2 can't run on a Switch natively. Um, but, like, why does Kingdom Hearts get a cloud version of all these games? But No Man's Sky, which seems like it's, like, the perfect candidate for a cloud. It's procedurally generated. It needs a whole lot of processing power. All that kind of stuff. Why is that not a cloud version of a game in order to make it at least look better on Switch? Or even close to what the PS4 version looked like.
0: Here's what I will tell you, which I don't know if this answers your question at all. But... The next gen version. So, I have the Series X version of it. Again, 4K, great frame rate, all that stuff. That entire game is like 12 gigabytes. That entire video. Because it's
1: all like procedurally generated. There's no assets. There's like very few assets, but.
0: Yeah. Like they had a computer build out the planets, and then it's like, I don't, I still don't understand how that game is 12 gigs with how big the universe is, even if it's not highly super detailed. So, yeah, maybe they were like, we don't need to do a. Cloud version, especially because you have to. Well, you know, you have to be online, but playing online is like a big part of it. So, I don't know. Maybe they're like, I guess we. Ha- it's small enough they could fit it onto a cartridge or onto the actual hard the hardware. Because all the Kingdom Hearts games would probably be like bigger than you know what you can put on an SD card to put on the yeah. Switch if you actually put all of them there. So I don't know if that's the difference. I'm just conjecture. I don't know i don't know because like no yeah, man's sky surprisingly small
1: kingdom hearts man it was a dvd which holds what 4.7 gigabytes worth of information like mm-hmm. why can't they just make those three standalone download i don't know i don't understand well
0: because like kingdom hearts 3 was like a ps4 game right like oh, that's yeah, not I forgot about the kingdom four hearts point 3. whatever gigabytes yeah it's the newer ones on there too and it's the remasters i believe yeah of kingdom hearts 37.4 37. 3. gigabytes yeah i guess We'll see. Maybe Mickey just refuses to be on a cartridge. Uh, Super Mario Strikers, Nintendo's soccer game originally came out on GameCube and yeah. Wii, is back on Switch. Super Mario Strikers Battle League, Mario is battling in soccer. The 5 vs 5 game puts a high emphasis on offense with tackles, items, and special shots to make things quite a bit more phonetic than standard soccer. It's out on June 10th. So this one, people were like, "Oh shit, it'd be crazy if they did a Super Mario Strikers mm-hmm. World Cup or something like that." And it's like, "Hey, Super Mario Strikers!" I think this is a big one. I think this, this is, is like a, this. A is the, 10 this out of 10 I think was one.
1: maybe my most. I'm scrolling through everything else just in case. I think this was my most exciting thing that came out of this. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I loved my my only Strikers game that I played was Super Mario Strikers Charged on the Wii, and I played the shit out of that in college. That was fun. Um, yeah. So I think this is going to be. I don't know if I'm going to get, I will wait until I have an excuse to play this with friends to, play, to buy it. Yep. Because I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy this game for $60 and then play it by myself. Like this is, like, like Mario Kart, I'm not going to sit around and just drive around courses and get first place all the time by myself. I'm going to wait until I have like a bunch of friends over or like go on vacation for my birthday on February 17th. Um, Things like that, but I'm I'm excited for this game and it looks fun. That five versus five, I think, is also like a super. Obviously, you couldn't have done that with, with um, the Wii just because of the controller limitations and all that kind of stuff. So that looks really really fun. I'm I'm excited.
0: Yeah, this one's really cool. And then also, I saw the uh, the the twit and no, the the tweeter. The tweeter was mm-hmm. going around
2: mm-hmm.
0: showing that while Luigi did a crotch chop. Back on i think the wii or the gamecube version like the you know the the triple h Shawn michaels like yeah suck like it the suck that it. thing yep. i was like oh waluigi like please put this in the new game because that seems like a thing waluigi would do because he's definitely a sexual offender <laughs> <So> <laughs> it makes, it makes plenty of sense there is a youtube uh, right.
1: <laughs> i i love the internet and i hate the internet so much yeah there is a 10 minute super cut like looped video <laughs> of waluigi crotch chopping on youtube from striker's charged
0: that's great i
1: love that thank oh, thanks someone God also remixed uh, this is sparta with him crotch chopping as well makes so much sense right wonderful
0: my favorite youtube compilation dumb video was the confrontation between anakin and obi-wan in episode three where like he gets off the ship and they're like talking to each other but they replaced anakin with shrek (laughs) um but it wasn't good like it was like they tried to like like when you cut around things like when you're in photoshop Mm. and you try to cut around it but like some of the colors on the edges are weird they did that with shrek and put him where anakin was it was like this is bad but i watched the entire thing i watched the whole five minute video it was great (laughs) <laughs> all right uh we get another look at splatoon 3 uh with the pve mode salmon salmon run is it salmon or solomon That's
1: solomon king solomon
0: <laughs> <laughs> king solomon yeah. run uh next wave on display is inklings batt- battled a salmonoid boss mm. splatoon 3 will be out this summer pretend Nintendo switch more stuff on splatoon 3 you know people get excited about that video game and your king solomon's
1: yeah, yeah. this is another one that i'm i'm, I'm disinterested in not yeah. my game. I tried Splatoon 2 several times, once at a Best Buy kiosk, mm-hmm. not a fan. One time Holden made me sit down and play some <clears> online <throat> matches against some people in his basement. And, I, and, then it was, and then one time we played it for a game night and I was just like, man, this is just like not fun for me. So yeah, glad people like it. Glad they're excited for it. I won't be playing it. Very much. All right.
0: Portal Companion Collection <gasps> will be available, for, be available for Nintendo Switch later this year. No date was announced. So, Portal 1 and 2 on Switch. Fantastic games. Awesome. People should check that out if you haven't played those games before. Because they are super good.
1: I want to play that uh, game. Remember? Here's the thing. Portal. Mm-hmm. I've played a little bit of both Portal 1 and Portal 2. But if you're a longtime listener to the show, you know that I do not like puzzle games. No, 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 no. I want to sit down with someone who knows all the answers to all the portal puzzles and I just like I want to experience that because like it's it's a funny game like I laugh a lot while I play that game and I just want to experience it all but I also don't want to have to hurt my brain so uh, when that comes to switch or maybe it's probably like three dollars on any other console uh, someone wants to play that with me and guide me through I probably
0: get that on steam right now for two dollars (laughs) yeah I would be shocked
1: yeah uh
0: Maybe you should. So, the first game I think is like four or five hours. So you could probably just like watch a Let's Play on YouTube and have all the jokes and have somebody do the math for you. Yeah.
1: It's possible. Yeah. Uh, all
0: right. Oh, and JK Simmons is in the second one. So, that's pretty cool. Um, Nintendo Switch Sports. It's a new game, just like Wii Sports, but Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Uh, comes with. What is this first sport? What is the fuck is Chambara? Chambara. I don't know. Chum. I'm just reading the thing. I didn't get to watch the, all the direct. I only watched the trailers I cared about. But Nintendo Switch Sports comes with Chambura, I think, tennis and bowling game, along with soccer, badminton and volleyball. It also includes a leg strap accessory like Ring-Figure Adventure for shootout mode, letting you physically kick the ball to score. It's out February, or, excuse me, April 29th and a free update this fall will add golf to the game. So new Nintendo Sports. What is Chambura? Chambura.
1: So I just Googled the word Chambura and a samurai game showed up. And then I Googled Chumbra Sport and a bunch of middle schoolers in geese with foam swords. So some kind of like martial art with swords, I I think. That's very popular among young teenage kids. Awesome. You can sword fight on your Switch. Have a good time. This is actually,
0: I don't know how to feel about this one because of course Wii Sports was the biggest thing in the world. Right. that game alone helped sell 100 million Wii. Uh, that was, Wiis, for basically. a lot of people,
1: the only game that people had on their Wii. A bunch yeah, of moms I and I never played Sports and... Resort.
0: Yeah. Yep. So I didn't continue the franchise. <laughs> so I don't know if these games are still fun or whatever, but it seems like a good idea because, again, the first one was a big deal. But Sports Resort was like, hey, buy the Motion Plus. And I was like, I don't need to play the game that bad. <laughs> right, um, exactly. So I never
1: played it. That's where I was, too. I never ended up getting the Motion Plus attachment for any of my shit. I was done with the Wii by the time that came out. But this is one that I'm just like, 60 bucks? For real? Like, this is essentially the same game that you released for free on the Wii 15 years ago. And you're asking for 60 bucks now because, I don't know, the Miis look better? First of all, thank God Miis are dead. Those things are ugly and dated, and I'm glad that they're just like in the trash can Uh, and they're replaced by whatever these new things are. I don't know if they're customizable or anything like that or whether you just like choose a I don't know. But glad that's part of it. But yeah, sixty bucks, man. It's a tall order for what essentially just looks like a prettier same exact game that we've already played Mm fifteen years ago for free.
0: We'll see. Again, maybe a fun party thing, but I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. This one was a pretty big one. Uh, For me, the hype isn't big, but I know for literally everybody else, the the hype would be giant. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is getting even bigger. Nintendo is remastering select courses from across the series history as paid DLC. The booster course pass features six ways of eight courses each by the end of 2023, so 48 new tracks in total. Um, And 64 Choco Mountain and Mobile. Uh, Tokyo Blur will be included in the first wave on March 18th, and the pass costs $25 if you have Nintendo Switch uh, expansion pass. It comes for free. So, a couple of things here. Of course, it's really cool to see 48 more tracks. That's a lot. Yeah. They're also like, fuck Mario Kart 9. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, you know, buy these. But also, you know, when Nintendo Switch Plus was like, oh, hey, play Genesis and N64 games, and then you get Animal Crossing. We're like, what if I don't play Animal Crossing and right. I don't give a fuck about N64? Now they're like, oh, hey, the most popular game on Switch ever. Here's 48 more things included. So I like to see that they're continuing to give you free stuff if you choose to pay the extra money instead of... Because if it was just Animal Crossing, it's like, what about a year later? But now we're seeing that like, oh, anytime they come out with the DLC, it seems to be getting included into the expansion pass, which I think is a, it's a pretty good deal. At this point, if you like those old games, you have Animal Crossing and Mario Kart, which again, two of the best selling games on Switch. I feel like that's a... You're getting your money's worth right there
1: yeah absolutely this is i think i saw somewhere that this is now after this expansion passes or the booster course pass is done mario kart 8 deluxe will have over half of the courses ever created in this one game which is like in that's 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 the smash bros basically the smash bros of smash bros ultimate of mario kart where it's like this is the definitive thing everything you've ever wanted is now going to be in this one game and before Before this announcement, I was one of the people who was like, yeah, I want Mario Kart 9. I want, like, a new roster of characters and new courses and things like that. But now I'm just like, you know what, though? I never played any of those mobile ones. And there are a lot of Mario Kart games that I never played. Like, I never played Double Dash. I never played uh, most of the 3DS or the DS series ones. Like, uh, I would love to go back and play these things. But again, I run in that same Mario Kart thing where I never play it by myself because... I'm too good at it. And just like being in first place all the time with just only getting green shells and bananas, like it's not fun. But whenever I do, like if there's ever an excuse to play with friends or, or you ever do that thing where you're swiping through Bumble and it's like every single girl is like, I love hiking. I love Mm -hmm. hiking and wine. And then if they mention video games, it's always, but I'm also really competitive at Mario Kart. And then they do that little XD face. Ah, so, like, that's another yeah. good excuse to have Mario Kart around for those girls who love hiking and wine and Mario Kart. So, so you could do
0: one of the things.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, this is a great excuse to be like, hey, girl, what's up? I got 48 new courses coming in the next two years. You want to stick around for two years with me? Because I'm mooching off of Holden's family pass, and I have. <laughs> you don't have to mention that part. <laughs> So, yeah, and again, like you mentioned, I'm glad that they're giving more value to the expansion pass because, again, the the N64 emulator apparently is still fucked and, like, they've improved it a little bit, but the lag is terrible and, and it's still awful. And, again, if you don't like Animal Crossing, then that's a steep price to ask you to pay. So now, to have this, although it is... It is, like, eight courses every once in a while for two years. So it's not like, oh, man, I unlock like, 48 courses right now for the price of my monthly subscription it's like no man that's that's an investment but it's dope Mm -hmm. and i'll probably play it i play mario kart maybe 45 minutes a year so Mm -hmm. so i'll i'll play through each of these things once against some friends and that'll be what i get out of it
0: yeah and if it's only one time a year you get on there like oh now there's 24 new courses that they just slowly added over the year look at that that'll be cool Alright. Uh Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Game releases in September. There wasn't a lot of info because it was just a really short trailer where it's like, oh, there's a dragon, there's a lady that's evil. This is the first time we've heard of this Um, game, right? I believe so, yes.
1: Everything else has always been like a re release or a remaster or something. Mm -hmm. So
0: have fun with your Xenoblade. I was never got into the series, but I love Shulk and Smash Brothers. I'm really feeling it.
1: Oh man. The only reason to play the Shulk and Smash Brothers is be to be naked. That's it. Yeah. Shirtless If absolutely. you play a it's Shulk great. and you're not naked in that game, then you obviously don't understand video games. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Get on Bumble and talk about hikes. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Metroid Dread will receive a free update that adds two new difficulty modes for all players. First, new difficulty called Dread mode uh, brings higher stakes to the game with a one hit kill element that can upend uh, Samus's valiant efforts in a flash. So, super hard mode. And then on the flip side, there's Rookie mode which is meant to be an introduction for new players, a.k.a. easy as hell. So, super hard, easy as hell, free update, and then there's also an update, I think, coming next month that it has some kind of boss rush mode or yeah. something like that.
1: Yeah, so so first of all, I'm glad Rookie Mode is in this because that game was that was a challenging game, like a really tough Metroid game, but it's fantastic. So the more people that can experience it, the better. Second, I feel like this should have just called Dread, Mold, Dread Mode Holden Mode because I feel like he wrote Nintendo directly and said, Hey... I've played through this game 16 times in the first like week of release or something wild like that. So I need, an, I need another challenge, and you don't have hearts in this game, and so I can't do a three-heart challenge. Uh, yeah, so he was excited about that. We were texting back and forth during the direct, but that seems just completely, completely wild to me. You want a one-hit kill for every single thing? Some of those bosses are just like, it's it's insane the number of things that are on the screen that can kill you in that game wild Mm -hmm. especially the final boss oh my god
0: i said people do the no hit runs on dark souls it's like oh you played that entire game for for 15 hours and you get hit once all right but i mean that's like
1: the no hit runs are that's one person every i don't know how many months and they get big headlines because this person beat dark souls 3 without taking a single hit but this is, like, an entire mode. Like, they devoted a... I guess you don't have to do much to just say, hey, everything that hurts you kills you. But, like, they put an entire yeah. mode in the game just for that. Like, it's going to be something widespread or something. The
0: yeah. option is there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Especially for free. Uh, Disney and Pixar announced Disney Speedstorm, an upcoming kart racer that incorporates characters from both companies' histories. Speedstorm will be a free-to-play combat racer. The game will feature split-screen and online multiplayer, as well as cross play support dope it's gonna be real
1: popular Another with a certain audience but mm-hmm. not me
0: now i remember a couple months ago i think it was a sony thing when they announced a kart racer it's like this looks solid and good but it was generic it didn't have any license mm-hmm. to it And i was like i don't give a fuck and then disney one again probably still won't play it but i'm like i'm much more interested in the one that has disney characters right. than the one that has nothing exactly so, good, good idea smart on that And crossplay is always good. Star Wars uh, Force Unleashed is coming to Nintendo Switch. Released on April 20th, 420. Blaze it. (laughs) From developer... Oh, look. It's Aspire again.
1: Oh, man. Aspire, your favorite developer that you're so excited about and have so much trust in.
0: Yeah. Number seven will surprise you. This is the Wii version of the game as well. Looks like it. Which is the worst version of the game. (laughs) So good job, Aspire, on porting the worst version of the game. And again... This is a 360 PS3 Wii game. You could have ported the other ones, but they decided to port the Wii one yeah. to Switch.
1: And this game looks ugly.
0: Ugly. Bad. Good job, Aspire. Keep keep doing good work over there. I trust you with a AAA video game. Uh, Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings, first released as Mother in Japan, are coming to Nintendo Switch and will be available... Uh, for Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pass subscribers. Now, this is cool. I played this game before. You know, I'm not over doing backflips for it. Like, some people, they're like, it's the greatest thing ever. But I did like the game a lot. And now that it's on Switch, it's like, oh, yeah, put a classic RPG on Switch for free.
1: Yeah. We played this as a barf game a few years ago on 3DS. Uh, The first one, Earthbound. The second one, which is technically Earthbound. Um Mm -hmm. And I I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was really cool. Holden did some stupid thing where like towards the end of the game he accidentally erased his save file or something like that, so he never finished it. But <laughs> uh, I had to. I they said Earthbound Beginnings. Like, what the hell is Earthbound Beginnings? I had to look it up, and I was like, oh, that's right. I forgot Earthbound was Mother Two, and that we never saw the first one. So that's cool. That's coming out. It, apparently, it was available on the Wii U eShop before or Virtual Console. I think that's how I played it. Was on Wii U. Yeah that's the thing to me everyone was like oh my god this is coming to switch this is awesome it's like this has been available on virtual console on like everything for the last 15 years so like that it's cool that it's also coming to switch now but it like doesn't blow my mind doesn't doesn't uh, yeah it doesn't blow my mind I was gonna say something sexual I was
0: assuming like doesn't blow my water my socks off there's some kind of analogy
1: that people say about like blowing your skirt up or blowing my tits Mm. off that's what it was Blow my tits off
0: oh tits off yeah yeah (laughs) that's a lot of wind (laughs) now i don't know how this is pronounced but i know that jared petty it's alive alive all right so 1994 is alive alive is getting a remake rpg schedule launched on july 22nd now i only saw two people excited about this jared petty who is a fantastic man who's done a lot of stuff in the video game industry he's a dude from he's a former pastor from like south carolina who loves old video games like oh i'm so excited about live alive (laughs) and i think like uh, Pear Schneider was like, oh, this is a cool game no one's ever played that's fun. So apparently it's a cool game that no one's ever played that people like.
1: Yeah. So. When they first started it, it, it looks like it's running in basically that same 2D HD engine that Octopath Traveler kind of created. So it has that same kind of art style to it. And when they first started showing it, I was like, oh, is this the Dragon Warrior 3 remake that we've been hearing about in that same engine? And then and I was like, oh, fuck. No, I don't give a shit about this game. It's not that. And whatever Live Alive is. <laughs> and then the more that trailer went, I was like, oh, oh, this actually looks dope. I'm kinda of really into this. So uh yeah, it's a cool JRPG that we never got to see here in the United States. So I'm really I'm kinda of pumped to play this. It looks cool.
0: I'm just happy if Jared Petty is happy. What a <laughs> you ever
1: seen or heard stuff with Jared Petty? Oh yeah, I right? used, used to listen to when he was on kinda funny all the time. He used to get yeah, so freaking guy. excited. Oh, I'm so excited
0: about this Japanese arcade game. I love
1: (laughs) I'm not making fun of him. I I legitimately love that. I I bought the PS1 classics for Suikoden and Suikoden 2 just because he just went on a a rant about Suikoden 2 for like 20 minutes, one episode. I was like, all right, I'll download it, but I never played it.
0: Yeah, well, I I I know about that. I've got games in my Steam library I've never downloaded. Uh, So this was my personal favorite one. And not for the reason you think. Whoa. Where are they now? Well, number five will surprise you. We've got a new look at some of the pink squish ball Kirby's new powers in Kirby and the Forgotten Land. The new gameplay trailer revealed all the new forms Kirby could take on by absorbing random objects around the environment, like traffic cones and entire cars, giving Kirby different powers from his normal enemy copy abilities. Now, the great thing about this is we have the trailer. He's chasing down some Waddle Dees or whatever, and he's in the fucking post apocalypse, and he starts sucking. They're like, oh no. And then he keeps sucking. And then a car goes in his mouth and his entire body goes over the car. His entire huge <laughs> body goes over the car. And then they go like introducing mouth mode. Mouthful mode. Like, Mouthful mode. Mouthful mode. <laughs> yes. I'm like, what the fuck is Nintendo Mouthful doing? This nuts. is great. <laughs> Mouthful mode. And then the memes coming have been great. I remember there was a Destiny 1 where it's like Kirby's entire body over the Traveler. I was like, no, Kirby, that's the Traveler.
1: <laughs> the best one I've seen, oh, I think you God. retweeted it, was the alien one where he's right yeah. next to Ripley and he's just like the drool coming out of his mouth <sighs>
0: <laughs> mouthful mode. Did they knew like, that's
1: not a translation error. Like they knew, they what knew exactly <laughs> what they were doing. Yep.
0: I'm pretty sure mouthful mode is a Megan the stallion song, but I guess we can, uh,
1: <laughs> we can look past that. So yeah, that was basically everything in the direct. How do you feel about, you know, I, I felt like solid. while I was watching and I was really disappointed and there, are, there are so many things in here again, just like most digital events there are things for some people things for others i felt like this was one that mostly nothing was in it for me personally like i got excited for striker's charge or striker's battle league um and that's about it mm-hmm. uh, yeah i guess the mario kart tracks that i'll play for 45 minutes a year so like i there were a couple of things but i felt like overall this was just the theme of this one is all your favorite games or not even your favorite a bunch of old games are finally coming to Nintendo Switch so that we have parity with some other, like, last-gen consoles, but they still look bad. And I felt like that was the theme for most of this Nintendo Direct. They're just as ugly as ever before, just as ugly as you remember, but now on Switch, with the exception of a couple of things, like Live Alive. So Mm -hmm. didn't really excite me at all, but I know that there are some things in there, like people are freaking out about Advance Wars, people, uh, as we mentioned, loving the Warriors game, the Fire Emblem Warriors force unleashed i guess if you want to play that game in the worst way that you can yeah
0: yeah i'm with you it was didn't it was blow half, my tits off <laughs> yeah your tits are still there uh yeah it was half like here's ports of old things which are either hit or miss but then i mean there was new stuff like xenoblade, xenoblade chronicles 3 yeah. um you know and like we said mario strikers so i think that it was like oh think of a compliment sandwich right <laughs> we've got really good sourdough bread it's really right. good sourdough bread which are like the new games where it's like oh xenoblade and here's a bunch of stuff for mario kart and here's strikers and stuff and then in the middle it's not even like bad things it's just like oh it's just like american cheese and bologna which is like fine but like i want a artisan sandwich so i think it was good like the bread like the sandwich will be fine but i'm with you like they gave us enough big things but it's like we didn't need all the little stuff too i think that kind of to make it 40 minutes and include a bunch of stuff that doesn't matter, like a bad port of an old Star Wars game,
2: yeah. <laughs> you could have that out
0: and made it shorter. Yeah. And it probably would have been better. But whatever. I think overall it's pretty solid. I, I like, there's pretty good uh, announcements in here, but just a little bit of padding.
1: What I did enjoy uh, about it is that it was all no. stuff, and they marketed it this way before it came out too, is that it's all stuff that's coming in the first half of this year. So mm-hmm. to be able to see that and be like, oh, I can play that in a few weeks. I can play that later today or if it's Earthbound, that kind of stuff. Like, that's cool. I enjoy that.
2: And then
0: in the middle of the year, you'll get something for everything in the back half. They were like, hey, it's the first half of the year, so don't bother us about Legend of Zelda because we're not talking right, about yeah. it. yeah. So that E3 time, again, not if E3 is a thing, but that mid-year one will probably have another really cool thing. That's probably going to see a Bayonetta and... You know, all these games that are supposed Metro to come out Prime this year. Prime Trilogy. Metro Prime 4. Metro some rumors say that game's actually done, uh, which I think is not true. But anyways, what about some playtime?
1: Play three minutes. choo choo pew, pew choo
0: I love how you are copying me. Yeah, yeah, making it a mystery. And just putting initials to things instead of just saying what you're playing, uh-huh. which is the thing I guess I started. But here we are. So Chad, tell me what FN FN. Is.
1: I assume is the same FN that you have on your list. Probably not. Uh, Fortnite, Adam. Yep. Same. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I've played. I've played. I don't know, maybe five, six hours of Fortnite this week. We we enjoy playing games together, the Pack and myself, and. And Brent, good old Brent, is just like nonstop Fortnite machine. And so we finally said, "Let's stop playing extraction, let's stop playing warzone, and let's include him for once." Hmm. And so yeah, we played Fortnite, and we getting crowns on crowns, on crowns. I got the little emote where it has a crown on the pillow, and number three above it, because we got three crowns in a row. Oh yeah, we're very good. Nice. I've only got two. But we are uh, playing a lot of bots lot of bots and we've we come across maybe like six or seven real people in any given match and the rest are all bots and it's just like that's a that's a bad and we're like i'm up to i've started at level zero obviously because i don't play this game and now mm-hmm. i'm at like level 24 or something like that and we're good obviously we're getting crowns on crowns on crowns but like i don't know what it is they keep pairing us up with bots
0: there's always bots in every match i can think it just depends on your level There's probably less because like i've been playing with my son we've been playing duos and we'll get through, and it'll be by the time you're in like the top twenty people. Mm. So you know, like about ten teams or something like that. Those are all those are all real people, absolutely. But you know, getting to get the halfway point, it's like that's where the bots basically go out at, from what I can Because we did good, and then some kids started building crazy, and like that's a real person. Well, <laughs> yep. We're about to lose. <laughs> uh, <Yep>. So
1: <laughs> I'm having a good time. I I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna put money into it, even though they just released the Uncharted pack. They have like Tom Holland oh, no. Uncharted, which I don't care about, but like the actual Nathan Drake Uncharted, it's like, oh man, maybe no, I won't, I won't put money into this game. Shit. Maybe you should. No, no, no. Although it is really cool to I see like it, Matt playing as the Xenomorph, doing his little emote in the warthog, yeah. like that's that's dope stuff.
0: Doing that silly shit. Yeah. Because guess what? I just did. What? You know, I was playing it. Uh, I've been buying all the things that came out because they just released Black Chrysanthemum. Right. And they released Fennec Shands. And then I bought Fett, <laughs> And it was... Uh, I had all those guys and I was running around as Fett Shooting people and then... I, I don't know. Every time they put it out of Star Wars or Marvel 1, I basically buy it. Just because that's what I'm going to do.
1: You know what I don't appreciate? I don't appreciate that like... Like The Rock. Like I want to play as The Rock. But I don't want to like do all the shit on the battle pass and a bunch of fricking like, just let me pay $3 for him or whatever the hell. What does we it cost? A skin yeah. costs like $7, $8. I don't know. something like that. I,
0: don't know. I, just buy I actually do have the rock. I, and again, specifically for Brent, I've unlocked where you take his helmet off. Cause I just want to see the rock. Right. So if I ever, no use one that wants to play his
1: like bleep, bloop robot face. Whatever he no, is, I want the they face. wanted to look at the Rock's face. Like that's why he's in the game is because it's the Rock's face. No one cares if he sounds like the Rock when he grunts as he swings his hammer or whatever he has.
0: Mm-hmm. I did that just for Brent. But yeah, I've also been playing for a night, having fun with the kid. Good time. What's your What's your second one though?
1: Uh, this one I had a very bad time with, but it's. <laughs> uh, I feel like I was just like in a grumpy mood. Forza Horizon Five on on Xbox Series X. I. I all, I basically rage quit with the excuse that like my friends coming over to watch Peacemaker, but I use that as an excuse to rage quit. Um, it's a beautiful game, absolutely stunningly beautiful game, just like wasted on on this racing game. Um, and so we were we were like, hey, who wants to play something? And Matt's like, let's play Forza Forza Forza, Horizon. Forza I was like, Horizon. yeah, sure, I'll play that. I haven't played it yet. And so we all jump on It's me, Matt, and Dallas, and. They've, they've put a bunch of time into this game already, so they're already partied up, and I join on a little bit late. I'm excited to play, and then it gets to that thing where it's like, oh, you can't play with your friends yet. You have to play through mm-hmm. these, like, 30 minutes of story missions. It's like, ah. So already, I was starting bummed out because, like, I, I don't give a crap about anything in the series so far. So this is my, really my first experience with the Forza Horizon Forza game in general – So I'm like, I I just want to play with my friends. And this is like an online game. Like that's the point of this game. Why are you gating that behind 30 minutes of just generic driving around from here to there just to show me pretty settings and cool cars? So I was already just like listening to them having fun doing missions together while I was going through this (laughs) shitty story content. And I was like feeling bummed and left out and huge FOMO. And then by the time I finally did get to the point where I could join them, the first thing we did was uh a race with a bunch of uh a bunch of people like online people and Mm. i didn't know since this was the first race that i guess i had done i didn't realize there were checkpoints and the checkpoints don't show up for like the first 20 percent of the race and then suddenly there are checkpoints. and so i i'm doing pretty good i'm in the middle of the pack and then you know i was off-roading a little bit to try to cut ahead of people and then it says you missed a checkpoint i was like what are you fucking talking about checkpoints there are no checkpoints in this thing and then mm-hmm. it just warps me backwards on the map, and I'm dead stopped, and I just started. And I was like, "God, oh,
2: this." Did you didn't sucks. notice
1: the giant
0: flags that were like giant green and yellow flags? Again, I were- was
1: off roading, so I wasn't, oh, okay. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't looking at the flags or near the flags. I was off roading to cut ahead of people, and so I was like, "Ah, oh, damn it." Okay, so now I know there are checkpoints at least, and this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I understand this, but the problem is. I, I had written off that race. I was like fine. That race is I'm not going to win it. I'm not going to come back and I'm going to be in dead last. I get that. But I'll I'll catch mm-hmm. up on the next one now that I know the checkpoints are thing. I'm not going to be warped backwards, you know, 30 seconds worth of progress. But then we play another race and it's just the three of us. And it's a it's like a street race. And I, it just says, "Hey, pick your car." And Matt had like I guess not told us what, what kind of race we were doing. And I was like, I don't know. Uh, I'll I'll randomly pick this Jeep. And he chose like a sports car and Dallas. I don't remember what he chose. And it turns out that like the fucking Jeep I chose has a top speed of like four miles an hour. And, (laughs) and and this race was like eight minutes long. It was the longest race Mm -hmm. of all time. And again, I missed one checkpoint and this had, I spun out trying to get it. And this Jeep has the acceleration of a fucking turtle And so the problem that I had with this game was not only did I go into it in a bad mood because I was listening to them having fun while I had to play story content, but then I didn't understand the checkpoint thing. But then my car fucking sucked and I had to live with it for eight minutes while we did this race. But the problem I have is that it was just so isolating. You know, in Mario Kart, when you're in last place, they give you shit like bullet bill or a star or stuff to like catch you up so that you're still having fun. But no, it was just literally Mm -hmm. me driving by myself in the middle of the woods they're up there like going back and forth passing each other oh shit yeah, i spun yeah. out oh no you passed me and i'm just like i'm just back here going slow as fuck by myself for the next eight minutes for the rest of this fucking race and then they're like oh we've got 20 percent left and i'm just like at 50 percent of the race i'm like god damn mm-hmm. so yeah i had a very bad time and then at the end of that race i was like this game fucking sucks i'm gonna go watch peacemaker bye and then just got off <laughs>
0: Good Lord. I think they kind of set you up for failure, if I'm being honest, by letting you pick a Jeep and a streetcar race. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of
1: fucked up. Yeah. Uh, That's very funny. bad experience for me, but.
0: Bad
2: experience.
1: Yep. <sighs> not, not my game. What's AL? Alabama? You. you played Alabama this week?
0: Yeah. I uh, got a scholarship. Nick Saban came down and signed me on signing day. So I will be attending University of Alabama, hopefully nice. to win some championships and head to the NFL. I'm trying to be a first round pick. It's the dream. We'll see what happens. Dope nice dude very nice if could you imagine a 30 year old fucking getting a scholarship to play college football <laughs> well let it in i mean i guess i've seen Waterboy, yeah, but it's kind of isn't insane.
1: that movie with uh with the guy who plays shazam in it isn't that basically what that is the guy who plays no okay that's
0: zachary levi yeah I know you're talking about that's a movie about kurt well i mean sort of so he played football and then he's working at a grocery store, and then they're like, "You used to play football, so can you come try out for the team?" And he ended up being a hall of fame quarterback. Um, funny thing about that movie. So I go on a wiki. I go on my Wikipedia holes. Right, I was like, mm-hmm. I was looking at that movie. I was like, oh, that's right, that movie's out. I saw it, it on Amazon or whatever. And then I looked at the directors. And I'm like, oh my god, this is one of those movies. So there is a team of brothers. I, I their name doesn't matter. They only make Christian movies. Mm. like they're christian dudes and all their movies of that. and that mm. is one of their movies i was like fuck <laughs> so at some point in the movie kurt warner's like the only reason i made it to the nfl is because my lord and savior jesus christ
2: and i was like <laughs> oh
0: my god i hate these dudes but then i look through their discography and it's just like it's so did weird because it's like oh we're making
1: did they make the movie about the kid who fell in the ice and jesus brought him back to life and the whole town was... i was looking
0: for it <laughs> They didn't make that one. It was another Christian dude. I was like,
1: I guarantee oh, they made man. the ice movie. Those are my no, they favorite made, uh, movies. I've never seen any of them, but I love the trailers. They're so funny. They're so and it it's so funny. It's like, who are you preaching?
0: It's like you're literally making movies for Christians about how good Christianity is. I'm like, who are you winning over here? They're like, everyone in the audience is like, yeah you're right. You're so right. It's like, yeah, because it fucking what, what are you talking about? They made a movie about a girl who survived an abortion. Or whatever it was so what it really was is like some teenager was pregnant, she was like sixteen years old, and like someone was going to give her a late term abortion or whatever, but then the movie's about like the girl survives, and she has like cerebral palsy or whatever it is, and the whole movie is a is a revenge quest, like the daughter wants to go meet her biological mother, and like they shame her, and like the the biological mother is a villain of the movie, and it's a revenge tale, but and she's like, I'll forgive you because she's Jesus Christ, but it's like. She was a child who was pregnant. Like, how is she the bad guy in this? They're like, no, she can't have an abortion. That's against the Lord. But I'll forgive you because the Lord is my savior. But you're an evil person. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck is this movie? They're, and then they, all, they made movies about Christian singers. Oh, my God. This is the best. One. I'll stop here because this is ridiculous. I think it was their best uh, performing movie, which it's got like $90 million or $100 million. It actually did pretty good. So it's a movie about, uh, I think it's I Can Only Imagine, which is a very <laughs> I famous can Christian imagine. song. Only
1: Imagine.
0: Yeah, you know it. Yep. We've all heard it. <laughs> so apparently that dude, it's a story about him and he's like in college and he meets this woman. And he's like, oh, I love you. We're going to get married. And then she gets like cancer or something and then dies shortly after. And then he's like, oh, no, my my faith in Jesus has been rocked, but then he finds uh, meets another girl and then he goes back to Christian music and uh, whatever. But the whole moral of the story is like, Oh yeah. You have to have faith through, you know um, you know, like you have things happen to you and you keep your faith even though bad things happen to you. So it's like, so in this movie posits that the only role his wife had in the universe was to meet this dude and get cancer and die so his faith can be tested and he can learn that jesus is great no matter what so she doesn't
2: matter <laughs> her right.
0: getting cancer is a plot point for him to realize that jesus is still good right. i was like good fucking good lord uh-huh. christ these movies but anyways i don't why did we get to that
1: because you were talking about the football movie the jesus the football, football movie. movie yeah and how but you're those dudes, the they have a
0: production company all their movies sean astin's in half of them for some reason and all those movies make <laughs> No money and they review very badly, but Christians love them. I was looking
1: so. at very, very, we're going to wrap this this Christian thing up very shortly. Uh, I was looking at um, musicals like filmed on stage musicals because I in my degree is in musical theater and I find them awesome. So, uh, there's a whole range of them about Jesus and Bible stories and Noah that are just like the most elaborate fu- like obviously christianity has so much money the church you know they don't pay taxes all this mm. stuff they have so much money so they are like all fucking balls of the wall production value musicals about jesus and they are some of the best freaking things to watch maybe just like sip a couple white claws and just watch these with your friends go look it up it's like jesus and they're just like very much like moses or Noah's Ark, or Jesus is <laughs> the Apollo. There's one of them just called Jesus, and it's the <laughs> fucking best. Even if you just watch the trailers, it is just a good, a good time. It's a good time.
0: Okay, so the movie we're thinking of, I literally typed in "falls in the ice Christian movie." <laughs> it's called. Bre- <laughs> it's called Breakthrough. It came out in 2019, and that is yes. the one with the hilarious trailer uh, where the boy falls to the ice and like Jesus saved his life.
1: I went and saw some movie, some movie by myself. And I was in a big crowded theater and that trailer halfway, I was like, l- could not control my laughter and everyone was completely silent. And I was just laughing so hard at that shit. <sighs>
0: oh. Wild, but no, AL was actually apex legends just cause I've only been playing. Oh, okay, Wars, okay. So. okay. Nice. So, but everyone enjoy your Christian movie again. I'm not a Christian against Christianity. Those movies are fucking hilarious. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the whole point of this. They're ridiculous. Anyway, speaking of funny <laughs> things, we're going to move on to our quest log. This actually isn't funny at all. Um, It seems that PlayStation shouldn't panic about playing Call of Duty. It's It's from Andy Robertson at VGC. Uh, He had a breakthrough. VGC. (laughs) VGC. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh,
0: Microsoft has claimed it will continue to release Activision Blizzard games such as Call of Duty on PlayStation platforms beyond existing agreements. Uh, Activision Blizzard was reportedly committed to releasing at least the next three Call of Duty games. We talked about that previously on the show. However, in a new blog published on Wednesday, last Wednesday, uh, addressing Sony's future policies... For where it releases its content, President Brad Smith indicated that at least some Activision and Blizzard games will continue to release on PlayStation in the future. Uh, this is now a quote from him. First, uh, some some commenters have asked whether we will continue to make popular content like Call of Duty available on competing platforms like PlayStation. The obvious concern is that Microsoft could make this title available exclusively on the Xbox, uh, undermining opportunities for playstation users to be clear microsoft will continue to make call of duty and other popular activision blizzard titles available on playstation through the term of any existing agreement with activision of course you can't break those deals right uh but this is where it gets interesting and we we have and we have committed to sony that we will also make them available on playstation beyond the existing agreement into the future so that sony fans can continue to enjoy the games they love uh the exec also added that Microsoft is also interested in taking similar steps to support Nintendo's successful platform. Um, we continue this in the right... We, get, we believe this is the right thing for the industry, for gamers, and for our business. So it's worth noting that the statement um, stops short of committing to releasing all Activision Blizzard titles for PlayStation. So some may say exclusive. But the main thing we have here is that Microsoft straight up came out and said, we're honoring every deal and we plan to keep Call of Duty specifically. They name drop Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. will continue to be on PlayStation afterwards. And then they said other popular Activision Blizzard titles. So, for all the PlayStation people, you don't need to worry about it. And again, I think we talked about this last week when I was like, is it just like a, um, they're buying it to protect their industry from Meta and Amazon and all that? Because Destiny and other bunchy stuff is not exclusive. And then the popular Activision Blizzard games will not be exclusive. So... This is just the news that, like, yes, you can continue to play Call of Duty even past yeah. the ones that have a deal.
1: This is great news. It is great news for gamers everywhere. I was looking at, at like, what's popular from Activision Blizzard, aside from Call of Duty, that might warrant, like, don't worry, it's still going to be there. And, and maybe, like, Overwatch. Uh, Diablo. That was the first one yeah. came to mind,
0: is Overwatch. Overwatch,
1: yeah. for sure. And, and Overwatch 2, whatever that ends up coming. Yeah, Diablo 4, that's in the pipeline, all that kind of stuff. But uh, what was interesting too is that they they called out Nintendo, which is like supporting Nintendo's platform, which is something that they have been hit or miss with for Activision Blizzard titles. So that's going to be interesting to see how Call of Duty makes its way to Nintendo. And like in the same sentence, it was like the words Call of Duty and Nintendo. I was like, oh, interesting. I wonder how you are gonna how you are gonna make that happen through the power of the cloud. Is it gonna be a cloud version? Is it gonna be Xbox Game Pass X, or X Cloud? Whatever it is but what what i'm curious about is if do you remember after the acquisition was announced Mm -hmm. again we still have like a year and a half before we know if it's even going to go through but after the acquisition was announced there was like two days later phil spencer said hey we just met with sony and good news like we're still going to honor our agreements and and we're going to make this available on playstation consoles going forward do you think in that meeting sony was like listen You guys just bought Activision Blizzard. We're going to announce next week that we're buying Bungie. And let's make a deal. We'll make Destiny available Mm -hmm. on your shit and anything Bungie makes going forward available on your shit. If you make Call of Duty available... Like, I wonder if this was not necessarily the plan, but then PlayStation's like, we got a little ace up our sleeve too. Do you want to... We'll, you know, tip for tat. We'll scratch your back if you scratch ours. I wonder if that was part of that conversation in there whenever they were talking about whether or not these things are going to be available going forward. Or whether this was, like, while Microsoft was making this acquisition, it was like, I don't know, maybe we might make these exclusive. Who knows?
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's possible. Um, I wouldn't be shocked because, again, these deals have been in the making for probably months at this point. Right. So, like, it wasn't Nintendo, you know, Xbox didn't learn about the Bungie deal when Phil Spencer called up Sony after they bought Activision. And Sony knew about the Activision deal before it happened, I'm, I would assume. So, yeah, maybe there was talk there. And, again, also, there was those quotes from Phil Spencer in, like, 2020. He was like, hey we trust Sony, we trust Nintendo, we trust valve. It's these other guys that we're worried about. So maybe it was always the, the plan in the, in the meantime. So like, when I'm looking back now on Bethesda, like Starfield is exclusive, but Starfield had never been on anything else. That was a brand new game that never set a console. So now I'm kind of curious if like, if Elder Scrolls six would be on everything, because again, they didn't pull any ESO content. Like they are not pulling anything that's already out. And that is a, a game that has been on everything and is a big deal. So maybe that's one that they keep on everything. I mean, it'll be years before we know that answer or not, but I feel like, you know, based on the things, you know, they're like trying to fight off the big tech giants and what all of that maybe, yeah, maybe they did talk about each other, but maybe they're also like, we're not, maybe we shouldn't fight each other. Maybe we should worry about keeping our industry safe. So yeah, maybe it was a deal they talked about. Maybe they're on the same page when it comes to, you know, the game industry as a whole. I don't know. It's interesting though.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm so curious to where Nintendo falls in these talks if at all. Like PlayStation and Xbox are yeah, obviously right. talking, and I wonder if they're like, "Oh shit, do you think we should tell Nintendo?" Yeah, we should probably go tell Nintendo. <laughs> I wonder if they're involved in this shit at all.
0: Call up Miyamoto and he's just like at his house, like, "Oh hey, how you got how you how you fellas doing?" I had not talked to you in about seven months. It's like, <laughs> hey Miyamoto, guys, you to know something? That'd be funny. Do not know. Interesting, but yeah. So you guys don't have to worry about it. It's still coming, and it will continue. So the world's most popular game, again, just like with Minecraft, just like Call of Duty, it's going to continue to go everywhere. Speaking of Call of Duty, Call of Duty officially announced your new favorite Battle Royale game. Hmm, interesting. It's from multiple sources at IGN. Uh, this year's Call of Duty release uh, will be a sequel to 2019's Modern Warfare, Activision Blizzard announced. So we heard the rumors. They have officially made it. Real that, hey, Modern Warfare 2 is the game coming out in 2022. Uh, It will be developed in tandem with a new Warzone release that will be designed together from the ground up. So Modern Warfare 2 is coming out this year and a brand new Warzone game. So all those things we got rumors about and we were talking about in the news before, they just officially, like yeah, this is what's happening. We're absolutely doing it. Uh, Call of Duty fans can expect an all new play space and a new sandbox mode for Warzone 2. Both the Modern Warfare sequel and Warzone will be powered by a new engine. That's very nice. Yes. Get that next gen Actual next-gen version of Warzone will be uh, fantastic. Um, development on both games will once again be led by Infinity war which uh, worked on Modern Warfare 2019 and Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, Call of Duty 2022 news was released as part of a community update that also includes info for Season Two of Vanguard and Warzone. Activision Blizzard is promising more than 30 improvements ahead of the next season launch, which will be yesterday if you listening to this on audio. So before we go to the second part. Got it announced. It's official. New engine. So I'm hoping for you know, PS5, Xbox Series X, Warzone, like yeah. full optimization for that. And that's all I want because I would love to get back into a new Warzone that's like loads fast and looks pretty. Yeah,
1: and I hope they use this as an opportunity to like cut and run from the older content because like if you if you boot up any Call of Duty game today, whether it's you know you you boot up Warzone. And it's one of several things on the screen. Like you just, you open Mm. the Warzone app and it's like, you could play Warzone, but you could also play Modern Warfare and you could also play Cold War, but you could also play uh, Vanguard and you can play multiplayer on this one or you could play zombies on that one. And that's just like from opening the Warzone app. And then you go to Modern Warfare and it's like, hey, do you want to play all four of these games in their different modes? And you go to Vanguard and it's the same thing, but they're all downloading. It's a mess. It's a giant mess. And you don't know like where does progression carry across like, the Battle Pass works for Vanguard and Warzone, but if you level a, a gun from Cold War and Warzone, it also counts towards Cold War, but the Battle Pass stuff doesn't count towards Cold War. So it's just a jumbled mess. So hopefully this is a an opportunity for them to just say, cool, all of that stuff's in the past. The new supported platform going forward is going to be Warzone 2, Modern Warfare 2, for lack of a better name, although that's probably what they're going to call it. Uh, and This is just like... These are, synerg- these are synergized right now. Battle pass works across them. Progression works across them, and then hopefully they figure out a better way year after year after these releases than what they currently have. Yep. Uh, speaking of old
0: Warzone and uh, a call with influencers, Activision confirmed that fixing Warzone is a top priority for the team after taking the blame for ruining it. I love that this is just an actual tweet. We fuck stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> Infinity Ward co-studio head Pat Kelly admitted plainly uh, per channel, per Charlie Intel. Uh, game director Josh Bridge added the team is not happy with the current state of Warzone. The studio is determined to fix the issues with the game. Uh, recent updates for Warzone have drawn some criticism, uh, have drawn more criticism than praise after several performance issues and bugs were introduced over time. The rollout of Season 2 for Pacific Warzone was delayed to add additional fixes to launch. All this is to say is that Warzone's stability has declined over time. Infinity Ward is looking to write the ship with the new Warzone experience. So yeah, they're like, let's just start up from ground zero. Let's make this not a big mess, because like you said, like the menu is just full of fucking, like, every mode, and it's all over the place. So yeah, they're just like, yo, let's restart, uh, make it for next gen, and everyone come on over and play the video game and have a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm I think it's all oh, pluses for me. I just love that he said we fucked up.
1: Yeah, me too. A part quote. of me while I was reading that quote, though, I was just like, but do you know what you fucked up? Like it, like when you're having an argument as a couple and you're like, one person says I'm sorry and you're like, but what are you sorry for? Do you know what you did wrong? Or are you just saying you're sorry just to, to end the argument? And like, So part of me is like, do you know exactly what the issues is and how are you working to address them? Because it just feels like a generic, we're determined to fix the blanket issues with the game. Uh, we fucked up. We did some bad stuff. We're not happy with it. Like, okay, but like, what are you actually doing? Because yeah, we, I think it's like- we played Caldera oh. in Pacific. It was Pacific a couple weeks ago. And it's just like, every time you went to a buy station, you would freeze. And there mm-hmm. were multiple times when it's like, yeah, the stability of it. There are invisible guns. There are all sorts of things like bugs, like crazy in that game right now. Um, so I, I would love to know. With Warzone 2 apparently coming later this year, like are they planning to go back and fix Warzone 1 or are they just cutting and running? I don't know.
0: My guess is it's like, oh shit, someone cut the gas line. They're like, you know what? Just get a get a bandage, wrap that shit up, and that'll get us to the car dealership, and then we'll just get in a new car. <laughs> right. That's my guess. Yep. It's like, let's just get let's just get to the release of the second one and just leave this one in the state it's in. Because again, that game is what? Two years old at this stuff. It's almost three years. It feels like it, Warzone's been out forever.
1: It feels like forever, but it came out during the pandemic. It was March 2020, I think. Something like that.
0: Yeah, it was after the release of, the, of that game. So, yeah. I think they're just going to be like, hey, we'll try to make it not suck ass. But then, honestly, just play the new one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So We will see. So, Resident Evil 4 Remake. <gasps> well, look at that turn. Will be scary. Ah! Oh, I've broken <laughs> through the ice Jesus come save me uh, from Darren Bonthuis at GameSpot in uh, a new report uh, by Fanbyte more details on the rumored RE4 remake have surfaced according to the site's sources Capcom's approach to the unannounced project will deviate from the original game with some scenes being dramatically changed. Another departure will see a decent portion of the game allegedly take place at night. Night is scary. Mm -hmm. Uh, Including an early sequence featuring Leon Kennedy fighting off a horde of infected villagers. In another twist, even the tone of RE4 Remake will be altered. The original game was noteworthy for steering the franchise away from survival horror and toward a more action-packed experience. The remake could return to the game's spookier roots. Uh, According to Fanbite, the direction is inspired by RE4's original prototype builds, which had a heavy emphasis on horror and supernatural elements. I think, you know, the way that Remake 2 and 3 worked out, I think they're like, oh, people like seven and eight people like, people, yeah. like, people like spooky shit uh side characters are allegedly also being given a beefier role and more screen time while ada wong's original assignment and separate ways content could be retooled to give players a better side story experience uh it's likely still be a while before capcom officially announces or confirms the existence of the remake but fans uh of which is arguably what what is arguably okay but fans of what is arguably considered the best game in the series can still revisit spain's creepiest tourist destination on various platforms so whatever they haven't said anything official, but I believe it was Imran Khan at uh, Fanbite was like, yo, I heard a bunch of stuff from people and I put together a report. They're trying to make it scary. Honestly, I'm let you get to in a second. I think seven being scary as shit, eight being scary. They're like, let's go back to scary because I loved five personally, but people did not like six and they were like, yo, let's make action movies. And people were like, these games suck. They're like, You know what? <laughs> let's go to the horror stuff. And the horror stuff has been working for them. So if they're going to do a remake. I guess keep it up.
1: Yeah, I I love that the newest games especially have been more horror focused but not necessarily survival focused. I think that's where that's where the series loses me is whenever it gets too much of like I have 3 bullets and there are 19 enemies on the screen right now and I'm so stressed out because my last save point I'd saved and uh, I only have like a green herb and I'm fucked and there's no way I can get past this because you know if I, I'd have to restart a save point from five hours ago, if I want to go back and do this differently, like that's where, where survival games lose me. But the fact that it's just mm. more of a horror take, and maybe you do have a little bit more ammo, or you can play it on easier difficulty and find, you know, herbs more frequently. Like that's what, that's what intrigues me. So I'm very interested in this. I loved resident evil four when it first came out, uh, sorry, not when it first came out, I played it on the Wii when it, when it was the first time I experienced it. So mm. quite a bit after it came out. we played it again for barf and it was just like oh this is a dated game oh man this is bad and i'm i'm hoping it sounds like they know what's going on and they know what people like and don't like about it i'm hoping that the like half of the game which is an escort mission is going to be completely retooled so you don't have to worry about ashley and and just hiding her in dumpsters and all the time and getting her captured (laughs) by freaking dudes in robes so yeah i'm i'm excited for this whatever it might be i still think it's weird though that we're like there's the the RE4 HD version of the game. There's like a fan-made HD port of the game too that was just released. There is the RE4 retooled completely for VR, and now there's gonna be the like completely remade game. Like that that's a little confusing, like that there are so many different parts of these that of the same property that are out. It's like which one do I play? If I get a VR headset I, I certainly want to play this in VR, but right now it's just on the Oculus Quest 2. But like, yeah, I'd love to experience this in VR, but then I don't want to have to play through the whole thing again, slightly reimagined for, I don't know. It's just weird to me that there's so many different variations of the same game.
0: I mean, it's popular, so. Yeah. But I, I mean, just wait for Remake, right? Like, I'm. There, sure, there are multiple versions of RE2, but Remake is clearly the way to play that game, so... I don't think anyone would argue that there's a better version of RE2. Yeah. So that's probably where it's coming from. But I just like, and it makes me no difference because I don't like to be scared super, uh, super a lot. But I like how RE is basically completely revitalized itself. They're like, all right, we're going to do first person spooky. And I'm going to remake everyone's favorite. And we're going to make it spooky where you walk around and werewolves and everything's worked out for them. So I'm sure RE4 will be, will do just fine. Uh, speaking of things doing just fine, a new Assassin's Creed spinoff may be on the way. Ah. Step, 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 step. Uh, from Tom Ivan at VGC. Ubisoft is reportedly planning to release a smaller scale. Thank God,
2: Ubisoft?
0: Right? Ubisoft, yeah. <laughs> my mouth is extremely dry. I try not to drink water while I'm on camera, but holy shit, my mouth is so fucking dry. You have no idea. <laughs> I just drink a ginger ale thinking it would help. Not at all. Uh, Ubisoft, Ubisoft, <laughs> is reportedly planning to release a small-scale, stealth-focused Assassin's Creed game later this year or in 2023, codenamed Rift, and starring Assassin's Creed Valhalla's character Basim, or it's Basim. Uh, the title originally uh, planned as an expansion for the most recent series entry, before being spun into a standalone game last year. Uh, from Bloomberg reports, uh, it will reportedly focus on stealth gameplay and be smaller in scope. Uh, Than the recent franchise, interesting uh, franchise entries, meaning it won't be an open, large, open world RPG. Uh, Assassin's Creed Rift will probably be released before the officially announced Assassin's Creed Affinity, which was officially announced. I forgot that game was officially announced. So they're taking a character, Basim, which is a very easy assassin in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and they're making a spinoff, stealth focused, smaller game, which I think is good because I love Assassin's Creed. Those games are huge. Yeah. Last n- people's number one complaint is like the games too big, so making a smaller stealth one, I think is a good idea.
1: Yep. This is the most interested I've been in an Assassin's Creed game in a very long time. It, even though it's just like literally a rumor that it might happen. So the large open worlds and the, they just keep getting bigger and bigger and I, I don't want to devote 140 hours to a game to even still not beat it. Like that sounds not interesting to me. So, the fact that this is going to be smaller in scope, maybe even if, like, it won't be large open world, does that mean that, like, it might be a lot more linear, too? Like, that could be cool for me. I would I'd be excited about that, too. Um, what does give me pause, however, is that in the Bloomberg article, it seems to imply that this was going to be an expansion, and then they were, like we need something to help us make money before Assassin's Creed Infinity is ready, so can we just spin this off into its own game instead and charge more money for it? That's kind of what it seemed like the implication was from the article, and that gives me pause. It's like, hey, let's take something that wasn't going to be a full-fledged game and maybe just charge a lot of money for it. So I'm not I'm not super excited if if, if that's the case. But um uh, there have been ex- there have been versions of that that have proved me wrong in the past, like Uncharted Lost Legacy, which was going to be a an Uncharted yeah. four game expansion that they're just like, no, this is its own thing. Sorry, like that turned out to be one of the best Uncharted games that exists. So, I could be wrong,
2: but this it is exciting. Yeah, work.
1: I'm pumped. Yeah, especially the stealth. Again, you can do
0: stealth, but if they were like pushing you more, so basically in the new series, it's a lot of not really souls like it's kind of soul you know it's action rpg or like lock on parries and all that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff uh and you could do stealth but it's like i can also just run in here and just like dark souls and backstab and beat the shit out of everybody as well so then because basim is an assassin it would make sense to do one more stealth one maybe when it talk about smaller not open world maybe it's like oh here's like three areas that he goes to and you just have like three maps that aren't you know a whole open world it's like here's three like big areas you can dick around in um it sounds cool to me. Yeah, maybe it was just supposed to be something they wanted you to pay for as part of a season pass. But I'll be cool with it. So I did play all the DLC in, which was the Greek one, Odyssey. And there was three pieces of DLC that were completely different areas, completely different weapons and gear, and had different mechanics. So I'm like, honestly, you could have done that as a spin off game, and I think it still would have been good. So I, I, I'll trust them, I guess. Like you said, it could be bad, it could be good. I kind of trust him, I guess, but maybe it is just a money thing. But I'm interested, regardless, to play a, a smaller scale Assassin's Creed game sometime in the future. We will see. It'll be interesting where to go with the story because there's things with Basim that are very interesting.
1: Hmm. hmm. I never got far enough we'll in that game that. to meet Basim, so.
0: There is some wild shit with Basim. We'll see what happens. But last story for the day. Wolf Among Us 2. Hi. Official announcement. Ow, oh, oh, wait. Wait a minute! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do the story with the glasses on. Everyone, you need this. Is why need to watch the video version? The Wolf Man. Oh, it's cool. Oh, cat.
2: Oh, oh, oh.
0: You're <laughs> muted. Wait, oh, you're not. I can hear you now. Uh, wolf Among Us Two details have been released from Joe Scribbles at IGN.com. Announced during today's wo- let <laughs> say Wolf of Wall Street, Wolf Among Us. <laughs> Two news stream telltale is developing the entire five episode season simultaneously and will release it with a tighter cadence than the original game dope exact timings weren't giving but we know it will release for every console except for switch in 2023 uh the original incarnation of telltale developed many of its episodic games chapter by chapter occasionally leading to long delays when development uh problems arose wolf among us 2 developed by a brand new team under the telltale name won't be following suit. Uh, the stream today also included a first gameplay trailer and news story detail, which I did watch. It was very cool. The game looks... Oh, my God. It actually looks good and isn't stuttery. It looks like shit. <laughs> uh, the game, set six, set six months after the first, we will see anti-hero Bigby Wolf suspended uh, in an anger management counseling. Snow White will now be deputy mayor of the game's Fable Town settings. So, very excited. Wolf Among Us was one of my favorite Telltale series. It was super good. I love seeing a new engine and the game. Again, I love those games. But boy, they did not run well. Uh, yeah. It looks great. They're going back to that weird, like, grim fairy tale setting. And I'm very excited for Wolf Among Us, too. It'll be nice to see it in 2023. But I also like <laughs> that, like, hey, we're going to finish the game and then just release it on a schedule. Yeah. I don't think episodic things really work anymore. Like, I just kind of want to wait to the end. And play them all at the same time but if it's good enough i'll put up with it and deal with it so
1: yeah i didn't play the original wolf among us but i did i played a lot of telltale things and i'm with you that like i'm excited for the new engine i'm excited for the new release thing I, that was the thing that that was off-putting about a lot of telltale games is that you get roped into episode one episode two usually follows pretty closely after and then you're just like we don't know when episode three is coming and then maybe like, two months, maybe seven. Yeah, exactly. And then you're just like, by the time that new episode drops, you're like, what was I doing again? Do I care about my choices that I made? Do I remember my choices that I made? I don't know. And so you completely lose interest by the end of the series. So that it's a lot more interesting to me, a lot more enticing to me to see that they're developing the whole game first and then just saying, we're going to release it staggered, but it's done. But that's also weird to me that they're doing I I hope they say a tighter cadence. I hope that means that like maybe it's once every week or once every other week a new episode drops. Yeah. Someone can check uh fact check me, but I believe Life is Strange did that. Um
0: I think season 2 was they released every episode like once a week. Like the game was done, but they just did they still did the weekly schedule thing. Yeah. Uh, but I believe that game was all done at once and they were just like, "All right, release them like this now." Um but then you saw with True Colors they just did it all at once. Yep. So, uh very interesting i'm very excited big b wolf man let me tell you i love this game it's very good so the game again, again it's grim dark fairy tale stuff and you're the big bad wolf from all literally the, it's the same big bad wolf from every story that has big bad wolf in it so it's like little red riding hood and then uh god there's another one where you like fight the lumberjack well i guess that's little red riding hood but then the three pigs it's also the mm. same wolf he's always the same wolf and uh i always did super evil guy i was like you know i'm the fucking big bad wolf why am i trying to be people's friends i'm here to fuck shit up and yeah i just would fuck i'm like are you giving me shit right now he's like, know who i am like oh come on dude i'm like just i'm gonna rip your arm off like i'm not wasting time with you fucking get out of my way i loved it it was great really and i'm supposed to be a cop so whatever uh <laughs> but anyways there we go wolf among us too everyone get excited what's next chad
1: segment from there's a segment it goes here there's a spot in the show it's reserved for this it's called adam segment
0: that was almost as good as one of those christian broadway plays You should so been
1: close early. i got inspired we started talking about jesus <laughs> earlier and i got inspired you could be uh pilot What is his name conscious pilot the guy who killed jesus
0: what he was like the roman general what's his name there's a Roman general who like captured
1: Jesus. I think I it's Pontius Pilate. I thought at first we were talking about like S- like Sully, <laughs> the pilot who landed. The-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's the
1: man who captured Jesus? <laughs> then I was like, wait, Tom Hanks has Sully killed Jesus? What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, no, it's
0: Pilate. That's his name. Oh, Okay. Pontius. It's Pont- Pontius Pilate, the man who captured Jesus and had him executed. So maybe there's a Broadway play called Jesus! Exclamation point! Where you can play Pontius Pilate, and you're like, Jesus, I'm here to get you and take you away. <laughs> I don't know. I'm having fun time with this Christian Love stuff. It. All right, so my segment is not about Jesus, shocking. Uh, it's actually about the Super Bowl. <gasps> Ooh, so nice. I went and did some research. I'm like, Yo, there's a big game of football today. Nice. And the number, the besides playing, you know, a big sports game, Super Bowl commercials big deal everyone's like oh man it costs 18 million dollars for 30 seconds in the super bowl because you know 100 million people watch so i was like hey have there been video game super bowl ads and you'd be surprised that there have been a good amount Mm -hmm. so i have a list of all of the most important and interesting ones and you're going to tell me if you remember them and if they were good so starting number one i do have links if you need to remind yourself um just for chat number one god of war ascension got a super bowl commercial in 2013
1: oh i don't remember that one but i'm gonna i'm gonna click on it right meow
0: gonna just open you don't necessarily have to you can watch it if you want to but you can just scroll down a little bit it's called from the ashes and it was a yeah uh, you know based on the uh the last game that came out on the ps3 the not the worst god of war game had a uh trailer at the super bowl
1: yeah i guess you could say it was the worst god of war game yeah
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the only one I didn't play. So, you're right. I guess I couldn't. Wait, was this live
1: action? Yep, live action style with special effects. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I do remember this. I do. Yeah, this is not good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They tried, though. They spent so much money. Yeah. You know. It seems weird that this is the one that got a Super Bowl commercial. Like, I would have thought... Gotta War 3, like at the height of like, oh man, this yeah. is the PS3 one, this is gonna be a big deal. Nope. They wanted it for Ascension. Whatever, I suppose. Uh next up, God, this this is great. This is scroll down a little bit. So, in 2017, there were two fake commercials. Uh, these were both for World of Tanks, and they gave us a commercial um where <laughs> <laughs> it was like one of those reality shows where like they buy little houses or whatever. Uh-huh. And then there was also one where it's like, make, they make fun of a reality show of like real housewives. Like, Oh, we're rich women complaining. And they just ended up being world of tanks ads. Yeah. I just watched this really one where it's guy. like,
1: yeah, we're look at this little tiny house. Ah, da, da. And then a giant fucking tank just drives over and demolishes <laughs> it. Fucking love it. Those are really good. I'm like, okay,
0: that's, a, I love those commercials where it's like a weird fake out. I'm like, that's, Because you, you know, 15 seconds of like, oh, a free to play, play the tank. Like, that doesn't, who cares? No one remembers that. But if you have a fake reality show and then a tank shows up, everyone will remember that. So (laughs) I thought that one was pretty, that one was really solid. Uh, Next one was pretty good. So Nintendo Wii U was a big failure. It was really, really bad. But at the Super Bowl, about a month before the Switch came out, we got a Switch launch trailer at the Super Bowl. Which, again, a big spot to put it. And the Switch has done very good. Is it because of the Super Bowl? Perhaps.
1: It's exactly because of the Super Bowl. I just so watched that w- one again. It was a it was basically the a Breath o- of the Wild trailer. But also mm-hmm. advertising it. The Switch obviously wasn't out yet for another couple of weeks. But like the guy starts out playing it in bed. And then he gets up, docks it, boom, it's on the TV. And it's all set to uh believer by imagine dragons which by the way i don't understand like i don't understand when we as a society turned a corner on imagine dragons like they make some dope music i've never turned the corner i'm I'm still here (laughs) like i'm a fan i'm a fan of imagine dragons (laughs) the radioactive commercial for bioshock infinite oh god yeah that still gets Mm -hmm. my gooch um yeah this is to be able to see this the, like the, the Switch was very much still like, oh my God, I can't believe, that's exactly what I want from a console. i hold it in my hands, put it on the TV. Ah, crazy. Like that's, this was a, a good commercial for that. And this was back before we knew Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild was going to be boring. So like
0: mm-hmm. even more hype people were so excited now the only thing i'm disappointed in is that this didn't have rooftop was her was her name rooftop karen or
1: whatever oh the, with the girl who brought her switch to the rooftop <laughs> yeah. party i wish she would have showed up that'd have been yeah, great she was not present
0: still one of my trailer. favorite commercial people and the last uh, of this list that we're looking at mm-hmm. maybe sony should stop doing super bowl commercials <laughs> because every one of them have not been a, uh i mean good uh i don't know what year it doesn't say it on here or they but just,
1: they put their maybe their strategy sorry Announce the game, and then Go I'll ahead. say this later.
0: Okay. Then Sony also did one for the Order 1886. Had a Super Bowl commercial. It looked very pretty. It looked very good. But we all remember what happened to Order 1886. It had a
1: dick, and then no one cared about the game. <laughs> It had a dick. It did. There was werewolf penis galore in that game. Um, yeah, it seems like they, the games that they know are not going to do well. They say hey let's market this to everyone who doesn't who's not in the know and doesn't know that these games are not going to do well and let's make them buy it um because yes yeah, order 1886 and god of war ascension so like only the first party games that i feel like they don't that need the advertising like god of war 3 was huge everyone like everyone knows about god of war 3 you don't need the advertising bucks behind it so like yeah the lesser known ones and to be honest like the 1886 trailer that just like that game looks awesome. It looks, it looks beautiful nice. and stunning. It's just not a, not a good game. Yeah.
0: Uh, next up on our list, we have, again, you can click on that next uh, little link I gave you there. Elder Scrolls Online Morrowind. Whoever Ooh. fucking thought, and again, this was a CG trailer, so it's just like right. fantasy dudes. I think he like fights with the bear in that one. But it's like Elder Scrolls online had a Super Bowl commercial. Like, fucking, what a wild thing. Again, it's just like an expansion for, you know, an MMO that people play or whatever, but what a weird place to have an MMO expansion pack fucking trailer. But, I mean, the trailer looks cool, so.
1: Do not sell my info. God. What a Good world lord, here we today. go. Although, but my glad, next one... You know those little pop-ups that are like, accept the cookies, or like, yeah or you have do, to do everything it? else here. If you live in the state of California... There's just accept cookies and then a just one button that says do not sell my info. And all that's you just have to click that and it's like it automatically rejects everything.
0: Nice. That's I like great. that. Uh this next one is actually my favorite video game Super Bowl commercial of all time. It is for Clash of Clans. Uh it is the episode uh, the commercial is called Revenge and it's Liam Neeson in the height of Taken. Uh it's like Taken two and three were coming out or something at this point, and it's just Liam Neeson. Playing his game and talking like doing the taken like oh, I'm here to play Clash of Clans and I have very specific set. It's I'm actually gonna watch it because it's right here. Let's get to the part <laughs> I just where love it starts yeah, with totally
1: Clash of Clans like dun 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 dun. All this action happening, and then it was just Liam Neeson staring at his phone. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know you big buffet big buffet boy 89 but i will get you i will
0: clear river it's fucking it's just liam neeson doing taken about a video game that he's playing on his phone it is fucking yep. great that might be my favorite one uh next on our list is <laughs> you pokemon will 20 mercy, but you will get no
1: mercy <laughs> 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 it's great
2: it's
0: <laughs> so good uh our next one was pokemon 20 which i believe was just like a celebration of 20 years of pokemon it was I believe is right before pokemon go came out um, but it was just like a celebration of everything Pokemon. Um,
1: oh, yeah. That was, was a dope a, commercial. It was
0: a, it was a really good commercial. Uh, I liked it a lot. Uh, yeah, so that was... Yeah, I think it was right before Pokemon Go. So, got everyone excited yeah. for that one.
1: God, how fucking uh, cool was the adverti- The Pokemon Go commercial. How hmm. freaking cool was that? And everyone's like in Times Square and there's a Mewtwo up on the freaking LEDs. God. I remember watching Is that, this that one? before it came out. No, like, oh. no, this, is, no, this kid, is not that. Like in a stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I remember watching that and be like, "That's real. That's an app that's coming next year. Oh my god!"
0: It was pretty great. And then our last one, this one is bonkers. And I forgot. I did not realize this was a Super Bowl ad. I remember this being an ad. I didn't remember it being a Super Bowl ad. So if you want to click on that actual link, this was at the height of PlayStation Two. Like PlayStation Two was like by and far, you know, the number one console. You wouldn't think they'd really need to advertise it at the, at the Super Bowl for anything because they were already the number one. Yeah. Okay. So, in 2001, PlayStation put out a commercial. Again, PlayStation 2 was already released and everyone already loved it. And they put out a, a commercial for the PlayStation 9. And this is the classic fucking the dude holding up the sphere and it has PS9 on it and it opens up. And he's just... It's basically The Matrix because it's 2001 but like sony the matrix and i remember this being a commercial i remember it's still a joke people were like oh when ps9 comes out it better be a sphere da, 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 da. <laughs> whatever but like in what world in 2001 do you need to make a fake commercial for playstation 9 i don't know but thank you sony because that's some meme shit and i i'm here for it yeah like what a wild well was this like a minute is this is a minute long yeah. commercial about a seconds. not
1: real gaming console <laughs> I hope that when oh. we get to the PS9 generation that they, like, literally just reuse this commercial. Mm-hmm. Don't, even up, don't even put it in HD. No. Just keep no. it in the,
2: <laughs>
0: exactly. the 480p yeah. or whatever it's in. God. But, yeah, that's the history of some uh, video game commercials at the Super Bowl. They're really fun. They're really great. And uh, except for those PlayStation Game 1s, are been very, very
1: bad. Very good. I remember the one of the, one of the ones I remember, like, most clearly in my mind's eye is the assassin's creed one like the very first assassin's creed mm-hmm. and seeing that trailer at the super bowl i was like oh my god that game i don't think i so remember that freaking cool yeah interesting it's good shit it is time for a game on game show the game on our gaming show to play a game called game on the game show on our gaming show game 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 we are also making this about the super bowl Sports related. Super Bowl special. This is called, Hey, you got your sports in my video game. <laughs> so, uh, I wanted to make this one just kind of short, a little bit of fun stuff. So, it's, it probably is only going to take us a couple minutes to talk through these. But, we have the Super Bowl. Sports games are part of, the, like, some of the biggest shit. But also sports crossing over with other IPs. Mario and Sonic of the Olympic Games. Mario Strikers Charged. It's mm. mostly just Mario and different Sports um but i want to take that same idea and make traditional sports games with other ips and kind of brainstorm what that might look like all right so kind of th- kind of think um you know now flesh it out and i flesh it out but instead of com- taking two games and mashing them up we're taking a sport and a game the sport is tbd right. we get to come up with, like i'll name the game or the ip and we have to figure out what sport do we want to see mashed up with what that and what might that look like mm-hmm.
0: Think about what Chambra could possibly yes. into. how
1: can we work Chambra into all of these IP? So I have three of them. The first one, 2019's Game of the Year from Remedy. It's Control. What does Control look like if we, if we put some kind of... First of all, what sport do we want to mash up with Control? And then how do we play that game? What does it look like?
0: Well, I immediately go to... Everyone's got telekinetic powers, right? Like, isn't that...
1: Mm-hmm um the best part
0: of that game is flying around and yeah, like throwing fly stuff around, around and picking stuff
1: throwing shit taking over other people's bodies and making them fight for you mm-hmm. yep quidditch no. <laughs> <a real> sport. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah if you could just Jesse's like he's
0: basically a wizard
1: yeah if okay so your telekinesis works on the on the um not the bludgers but the quaffles the quaffles, which are the red yep. balls that score points. There are two of those. So, your telekinesis is just you like sucking those up, spitting them out. And then people also have telekinetic powers to try to stop them at the goalpost. But it doesn't work mm-hmm. on the snitch, obviously, because the of snitch has not. to be the thing that like you have to go and get that. But in control, you know, there are those giant black things that are going around like, blah, 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 and they're, like, yeah, they're, like the, they're yeah. invulnerable and you just have to run away from them. Those are the bludgers. Like of course, mm, that fucking, okay. like those are the thing, and again, your telekinesis does not work on those. You just have to avoid them. What a good thing you've chosen, Adam. Quidditch and Be control. Thinking. So, I, I know,
0: of course, Quidditch is a made-up sport in a in a made-up story. There are a but lot I of people that, who play that people it in actually life. play Quidditch. Yeah, people mm-hmm. actually play Quidditch. Right? Like, how do they do? They just run around with the same balls and hoops. Uh,
1: that is that is a large part of it. They're like they've obviously adapted it for a real life play, but yeah, you everyone's running around, they still have a broomstick in between their legs. But yeah, you have a, oh, a quaffle a that you throw. <laughs> yep. You have a quaffle okay. that you throw. There are people who uh will I think there are people who like their job is offense with the bludgers like they chuck bludgers at you. Mm-hmm. And then I don't I don't think it's this way, but I can't explain it. I can't think of any other way to explain it, but like maybe there's a greased pig, the the, the snitch. Yeah that's that, the snitch <laughs> it's just running Maybe it's a bird feet. you got to go catch a bird it's a bird hands. god if that bird gets anywhere close to me though i'm gonna hit it with a fucking electric tennis racket <laughs> uh that's that's great are there guns <laughs> i, I could not think of a sport with guns
0: besides like shooting of course yeah, but you don't need telekinetic powers for that that's just a gun
1: yep good one good one okay next one devil may cry
2: Hmm. double may
1: cry stylish lots of combos you got swords a demon hand big fancy boys jumping around and
0: stuff what is what is a sport where you could be oh you know what oh my god this is perfect and deadly so there was a show that was on fox i believe last year it featured the watt brothers who play professional football so jj watt derek watt tj watt and the game was they got super good like parkour athletes so like extremely athletic extremely fast move around quick and you would have normal people and they played fucking tag that's what it was you played tag they had to build a giant obstacle course and you would run away from the dudes and they would try to tag you and they do parkour and you were just a normal <laughs> idiot sliding under stuff and trying to get away from and not be tagged so same idea tj watt Derek watt jj <laughs> <J. laughs> watt host and you just have to run away, but if the demons get you, they stab you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just people playing tag, but the people chasing them are the characters from Devil May Cry.
1: I like that. I like that. It's just like supernatural tag. I wanna, yes, supernatural tag. I want to add in like part of, part of Devil May Cry in that like stylish shooter, stylish action game is like maintaining a combo as well. I want mm-hmm. you to also have to have like like a nerf gun or something like that or maybe laser tag or something like that where if you're not tagging someone, you at least have to be shooting someone every 10 mm-hmm. seconds to keep your combo meter yeah. up. And if you miss, then like you get some kind of penalty and like you have to run slower or something like that. Gotcha.
0: That's how you get. And if you get juggled, it's fucking over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if someone air juggles you, you're done. Yep. Great. I love it. All
1: right. Last one. Horizon Zero Dawn.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How do we turn that in, into some kind of sport? Uh, oh,
0: That's too easy. Well, the first thing that came to mind is just rodeo. So you have to oh, get on top of an animal oh. and ride an animal for as many seconds as you can, except for it'll be a random robot dinosaur. So it's like, all right, here we have 19-year-old uh, John Johnson. This is his uh, second time riding at a professional event. And then a thunder draw comes out. It's like, all right, kid, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> And he just gets destroyed by the fucking gigantic monster.
1: Uh, so kind of like Rodeo slash gladiator. And you have to fight a giant fucking. Oh, no, it's road. just
0: rodeo. <laughs> no, you're not killing them. You're just riding them. That is the entire point to see okay. how long you can ride the ride okay. the robot dinosaur. Absolutely. I kind of
1: think what would also be cool is if there's like a like wipeout or ninja warrior, something like that, where it's like mm-hmm. this elaborate obstacle course, but it's all it's all on a giant. Um, robot dinosaur, and you have to like get mm, okay. to the top of it and hack it to turn it. Pe- like the like the long kind of like the game. long necks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's some kind of like absurd obstacle course running up this giant mechanical beast in order to take it out. I like
0: that too, but it has to be wipeout because Ninja Warrior is too serious. Wipeouts ridiculous. So like you're climbing up a long neck, and then just like a big fist punching like a big <laughs> boxing glove comes out of its back and knocks yes. you like hundred feet into the water. Yes, great, love it love it that's great
1: perfect that's it for game on game show and that is ep- it for episode 245 of respawning fire the kick-ass irreverent gaming podcast go watch the super bowl everybody see some cool commercials see some cool performances see some cool running and ball tossing that is not a euphemism those are things that are actually going to happen in this game um but while you're doing it maybe get out your phone and go to patreon.com slash aim fire and uh go there become a patron vote on our barf for the next month uh speaking of barf backlog accomplishment with respawn and friends we're all playing quantum break this month so if you would like to play along with us you can get it free on game pass you can pay money for it also on xbox or computer um so go get that game write in your thoughts we'll be reviewing that probably the first week of march so uh Send us your thoughts either via email or Twitter DM or something like that before then. And in the next, I guess, yeah, upcoming this week is time for us to put out another poll. So those of you who are patrons, you Mm. get to vote on what we play next for March. And then everyone can play along. Go do that. Last week, no one's taken us up on this yet, but we're 100% serious. Gorilla Market, our show, to your friends or family or strangers so strangers be best strangers go at if you're at line in line at walgreens just take out your phone record a little video don't tell anyone that you're recording the video and i want you to just at the cashier and they say do you want to donate two dollars to st jude's children's hospital and you say no i don't but if i i i I actually gave my two dollars this month to respawn aim fire on patreon.com slash respawn aim fire. So I don't have any money for the children at the hospital. Have you heard of Respawn Aim Fire? And they're like, I am sorry what did you say? What what is that? <laughs> you say Respawn Aim Fire. And it's it's this uh really funny gaming podcast. They do a lot of fun goofs and they wear sunglasses if you watch talk about if Jesus. you watch it. and they talk they talk a lot about Jesus and and Christian movies on the show too it's a very good time it's good spin on video game news and they talk about what they played this week which is a lot of Fortnite. it i think you would i think you would really love it i enjoy it every single week i'm a weekly listener and i and i often participate in the polls that they put out on patreon.com slash responding so just just do that and then send us the recording of the video maybe blur out their face if you're savvy enough so that we don't
0: you know. like you legally have to
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so send that to do that or just like have that person say hey i was turned on to you via guerrilla marketing uh from so and so and just have them tweet that at us whatever some kind of way to just let us know that you guerrilla marketed our show or maybe you're having dinner one night with your fiance and you're just like hey you know it would be really great with this uh wonderful you know half chicken that you just created with broccoli and mashed potatoes I I heard there's a really great podcast called Responding Fire. Maybe we can put that on instead of this Kenny G that we're listening to on (laughs) Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) So just find some way to guerrilla market our podcast. And in return, we will guerrilla market whatever you want on our show. So, like... You, this may or may not have been the case. Maybe some Christian person who makes a lot of movies and musicals guerrilla marketed our show, and then in return, we just talked about their stuff a lot today and how great it is and how you should go watch all of it. That could have been you. That could have been us marketing your podcast. That could have been us marketing your website or uh, your Twitter feed. I just lowered my chair, scared the crab. Of me. <laughs> <laughs> So go and do it. Just find some way to let us know that you guerrilla marketed your our show to someone else. And we will guerrilla market whatever you want in return. That's it. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Until uh, that, yeah, That's it for our show. Thank you for listening. We will see you all next. Adam will see you all next week with a special guest because I'll be out of town for my birthday. Which is coming up on February 17th. That's so weird. Mm -hmm. So weird that I brought that up. I like it. It's not even relevant. I don't even know why I brought it up. That's so weird. Uh, But yeah. Until next time, here's our usual sign off. Dear Jesus Christ, my son is in your hands. True story. I will. Okay. Well, and this is our usual sign off. True story. When Dale Earnhardt was in (laughs) that. When Dale Earnhardt was in that wreck. back, it was like the weekend right before my birthday. I'm not a NASCAR fan, but my family is, they are hardcore NASCAR fans, and he was in the wreck, and it was unsure whether or not he was gonna survive. And I ran upstairs, and I started crying, and I prayed for the first time. (laughs) And I said, dear God, if you let down live, I swear I will watch every race from here To the rest of my life. That is a true story. And Eleanor did not live. Rest in peace. It's the only time I've ever prayed in my life. (laughs) I ever liked (laughs) it.